Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the early morning show. Adam Crowley with you. 93.7 The Fan. You know the drill. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. The early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Brian Reynolds, Pirate Center fielder on trade talks resuming. How about contract talks resuming? Yeah, I mean, I think I've been pretty open about, you know, since the past few years that, you know, my number one would be to sign an extension in Pittsburgh, but, um, you know, I want that to be a, you know, a fair deal for both sides, not not one side or the other, not a crazy player, not a crazy team deal, but, um, you know, that, that, that's always been my number one. If you compare Brian Reynolds to other center fielders in baseball, he's on a short list. Top five, top three, one of the best in all of ball. He is worth... I think, a nice chunk of change. He said yesterday that the reports that are out there are accurate. His ask, what the Pirates are offering, it's all accurate. Jason Mackey of the Post-Gazette, he's going to join the Fan Morning Show today at 8 o'clock. He said the Pirates are offering six years, $80 million. That would be about $13 million a season. Brian Reynolds he wants eight years, $130 million. Brian Reynolds is 28 years old, just turned 28 in January. He's been up and down the COVID season. I don't know if you hold that against him not great this last season. Pretty good. He had a fabulous season before COVID. He hasn't really played all that much, if you think about it, at the big league level. And he wants an eight-year deal that would have him under team control making $16 million a season, all guaranteed until he's 36 years old. I do not think the Pirates should do that. I do not think that the Pirates should pay him $80 million over six years. The more I've thought about this, I've gone back and forth. It's complex. But I think Brian Reynolds would like to obviously be the first $100 million player in Pirates history. And I'm just not willing to go there with him because there's another guy on the roster that I do want to have the money earmarked for. And that's the problem for me. 
if I'm Brian Reynolds. I think Brian Reynolds is a wonderful ball player. I would rather watch the Pirates with that guy playing center field than Mario Alford or some guy like that, which was the alternative a few years back. No, I don't want to see that. Jared Dyson, I don't want some stopgap butthead playing center field at PNC Park when I do think the Pirates have the makings of not a good club, but one that this year should be more competitive. You get to watch Andrew McCutcheon. You get to watch O'Neill Cruz. I would like to continue to watch Brian Reynolds, a guy who is under team control for a little while now. They do not have to pay him to keep him in a Pirates uniform. I would hang on to him. I would not trade him before the season. I would see if you're competitive. My hope, and I would sign in blood for this right now, is that the Pirates would have a 2011 or 2012 kind of season where they flirt with being good, but then fall off because, frankly, they're not that good. I would love to see that. And if they are in that boat, well, Brian Reynolds will have to be a part of it. That's what I want. I also want the Pirates to pay O'Neill Cruz, and I understand the financial situation in Major League Baseball and with the Pirates ain't going to allow them to pay Brian Reynolds $80 million or $130 million and then pay O'Neill Cruz. So I would give my money to Cruz, and I would do it right freaking now. I would do what the Tampa Bay Rays did, also a small market team, not breaking any attendance records, with Wander Franco. Wander Franco, he played 70 games, had seven homers. He hit 288, had an OPS of 810, and they signed him to a 11-year million deal. That's what I would do if I were the Pirates, but with O'Neill Cruz. O'Neill Cruz has played 89 games, more than the 70 that Wander Franco played. He's hit 18 homers, has an OPS of 750 and an OPS plus of 108. That means he's 8% better than average. I think he's only going to continue to grow. We saw him get off to a really slow start in Pittsburgh and then pick things up. The guy's got pop for days. He's a joy to watch at shortstop. If you wait on O'Neill Cruz, you will be trading him one day to the New York Yankees or to the Boston Red Sox or to the Los Angeles Dodgers. But if you strike now, when his value is not at its highest because he's still unproven in Major League Baseball, maybe you can get him and his agent to agree to $182 million guaranteed over 11 years. If the Pirates are willing to pay, according to Jason Mackey, $13 million a season for Brian Reynolds, then why would you not pay $16.5 million a season for 11 years of O'Neill Cruz, buy out, a bunch of years of free agency, have this young superstar under your control. And it does not preclude you from trading O'Neal Cruz later on down the road if you would want to, because I think he would age into that deal and you'd say, oh my God, the Pirates have him for a bargain. It's why he probably wouldn't sign it. But I'd have that piece of paper in front of O'Neal Cruz right freaking now. I'm not so sure that the Tampa Bay Rays are being rewarded for their contract that they handed out to Wander Franco. The guy played 83 games this year and had just six home runs. He hit 277. 
with a 746 OPS. I'm not telling you that they did a smart thing and that this guy's going to be a great player. But O'Neill Cruz, I think, is going to be a great player. I've talked to Neil Walker about him. John Wayner, The Rock, thinks that O'Neill Cruz is going to be a guy who hits 40 home runs in the big leagues. I think the Pirates have a superstar in their clubhouse right now, and they're just simply not going to pay two guys that kind of money. They paid Key Brian Hayes last year. That's nice. I think it has him as the 16th highest paid third baseman in the MLB. In MLB. Get that the. I hate when people do it. I just did it myself. So you're paying Brian Reynolds, or excuse me, you're paying Key Brian Hayes. They've offered Brian Reynolds a deal that they think is fair at 13-ish million dollars a season, 80 million overall. I would say tear that crap up, throw it in the wastebasket, and say, you know what? We've got this guy under our team control. We can keep going to arbitration with him. We can pay him money. If we wind up surprising and being good, we can hang on to Brian Reynolds. If not, we can trade Brian Reynolds, but he's our damn property. And when you're a small market team and you've got a 28-year-old, he's no spring chicken under your team control, you don't have to do anything. The ask reportedly for Brian Reynolds in any type of trade is huge, as it should be. I'm tired of the Pirates getting players who are far away from the bigs in the trades that they make and getting a volume of prospects that God knows when they'll make it to the majors. If you're going to move Brian Reynolds, you got to do so for me. A couple of impact prospects that are in AAA, they could come up and help the big club soon. And if that's not being offered, then I don't move Brian Reynolds. I wait, and you hope he has a great season, and then you can strike when the iron's hot. If you're bad at the deadline, teams get desperate, center fielder or left fielder goes down on a big club that has World Series aspirations, bang, that's when you do it. And if you happen to surprise people, guess what? You hold on to them. But I am sure as bleep not paying Brian Reynolds, even though I do think he's a very good ball player, especially when you compare him to center fielders around the league. You're not going to see the Pirates pay Brian Reynolds and O'Neill Cruz and Key Brian Hayes, so don't pay Reynolds And tomorrow. Hell, today. Get that piece of paper in front of O'Neill Cruz. Give him the Wander Franco deal. 11 years, $182 million, $16.5 million a season. That money that Brian Reynolds wants, you pay it to O'Neill Cruz, and you hope it works. You hope he grows into a great ball player. And you know what? If he doesn't, it's still not a bad thing for the Pirates because they'll have showed you that they can actually pay a player $100 million. It's a no-lose situation for the Pirates except for, well, they're paying a lot of money to a guy in O'Neill Cruz in my hypothetical world that hasn't really done it yet. So there's huge financial risk, but from a PR perspective, it looks great. And I think from a projection standpoint, O'Neill Cruz is going to be a guy. So forget about paying Brian Reynolds. Pay O'Neill Cruz. 412-928-9370. That's the number to call. On Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. What would you do? In an ideal world, I'd pay both guys. But that's just not the way it's going to work. The Pirates aren't going to pay one guy $130 million. They're not going to pay him $80 million either. And then pay O'Neill Cruz. It's just not 
based in reality. So if it's one or the other, I make it Cruz, and Brian Reynolds is still going to have to be a pirate for as long as they want him to be a pirate. He ain't going to sit out. He has no leverage here. The Pirates are in a really good spot to either get production from a good player at value or to trade a good player who's got value and potentially get something great in return. There is no rush for the Pirates to act here. None at all. Your thoughts. 412-928-9370 on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Coming up next, what about a Penguins trade? A former teammate of Evgeny Malkin's said something very interesting yesterday on the PM team. We'll get to that coming up next. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This popped on my Twitter feed as I was strolling around during the break. Dick Van Dyke performs on The Masked Singer at age 97. I thought Dick Van Dyke was dead. I am really bad with this. People who I think were dead are alive. People I think are alive are dead. I thought Regis Philbin was alive. He's dead. Dick Van Dyke, alive, thought he was gone. So I'm happy to see Dick perform on The Masked Singer. 412-928-9370, the number to call. Any Dick Van Dyke-related calls, I will take at that phone number. Tyler Kennedy on with the PM team yesterday. He's my best friend. Tyler Kennedy and I, we get along great. Should the Penguins... Well, let's hear Pony ask it. Would you want to go to Malkin now and just kind of take his temperature on a trade? If you're if you're Ron Hextall, just run it by him? Yeah, I think so. I, uh, um... They, they still, you know, they can go both ways in playoffs, you know, if they make playoffs. You know, when they're playing good, they're a pretty good team. You know, can they go real deep in the playoffs? I don't know. But when they're not very good, like, they might not make playoffs. And you don't want to look back and be like, we should have got rid of maybe Malkin to build for the future. You know, you, you got to feel bad for Sid with what he's doing and, you know, kind of how the rest of the team is playing. You got to feel bad for him. Okay, but what would Malkin say, he of the no-trade clause, he just signed a new four-year deal, if you asked him, hey, buddy, what do you think about a potential trade? He would be offended. I, 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 I still think Geno has a little bit left in the gas, especially in playoffs if they make it. You know, So I definitely think he would be offended, and especially, again, he just got 1,200 points. Like that is, That's hard to do. Um, so knowing Geno, he would definitely be offended. Uh, that's the problem about asking guys their temperature. You know, again, as soon as a team would ask me, hey, TK, you okay getting traded? It's like, oh, my God, they're trying to mix something up. They don't think I'm that valuable. They don't think they can win with me. There are two ways the Penguins could do this if you are looking at the post Sidney Crosby of Guinea Malkin, Chris Letang era of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And that is you can either ask guys to waive no trade clauses like of Guinea Malkin or Chris Letang 
and then move them and see if you can get pieces in return that'll help you rebuild, or you just wait until their contracts expire, suck out loud for a couple of years, accrue draft picks, and hope you hit the lottery again, and then build up that way. And I'm actually more in line with that than the former. I don't think the Penguins are going to win another championship in the Crosby, Malkin, Latang era. I'm not going out on a limb there. I didn't think that when they brought Latang and Malkin and Rust and Raquel back that they were going to be a Stanley Cup contender again. But I did think it was better than the alternative because those guys can still play and they can help the Penguins make the playoffs. And now I do assume, even though the bottom six isn't good and the goaltending issues are real and they're spectacular, I still think they'll make the playoffs. And there's value in that. There's value in having Latang and Malkin entertain me every other night through the doldrums of February, through December, in November, between Steelers games. I'm a big hockey fan. And the regular season games, while I don't jump up and down and scream and throw things at my TV for every goal or odd man chance allowed the other way, I do watch the games and I do get entertained by them. And without Malkin, without Latang, if these guys were to be asked to waive their no-trade clauses, the Penguins in the immediate future become less watchable. You're going to piss Sidney Crosby off. I'm not sure that should factor into the math, but you absolutely would. There's just no way in reality that this is going to happen. Ron Hextall, Fenway Sports Group, didn't make the determination to bring Malkin and Latang back so that they could flip those guys. Now, if there were a conversation on the front end, hey, listen, we think we can win another championship. We know you're going to help put asses in seats. We want you to come back for those reasons, but if things go south, would you be open to waiving your no-trade clause? Well, then it's a different conversation. Then Malkin's not offended. Then Latang's and he's gone through a lot, not offended. I doubt that that was the conversation on the front end. And I will even say this, if it were the conversation on the front end, it does not make me more inclined to do it because Adam Crowley, hockey fan, I still, I know what they've accomplished, three championships. I still want to see them play every other night in Pittsburgh for as long as they can, and we'll deal with the dark ages when the dark ages come. What say you at 412-928-9370? Hi, you're on the early morning show. Hey, what's up? This is Ted. Hey, Ted. Real quick, you, you nailed it with the Penguins. They have to fix their bottom six. Less is more. If they get rid of Jeff Carter, Peterson, stuff like that, and bring some young people up, you got something. That's what they refuse to do. Well, their problem is, Ted, that they don't have anybody that's young that I think can come up and be an impact player. Now, you know, Drew O'Connor, I think, is a better player right now than Jeff Carter, but they continue to throw Jeff Carter out there every night. I wonder if there's teams, and I have to look around the league, if there's teams that would be okay taking on a salary of a Jeff Carter if you would attach that first-round pick to it. I know that Ron Hextall said he's loath to move a contract with that first-round pick. That would be my priority. That, to me, makes a lot more sense than saying, ah, screw this, we're done, and getting rid of Evgeny Malkin. Well, you don't, like I say before, I wouldn't touch, I wouldn't touch the star players. I'll try to package it in with Jeff Carter, Dublin. Most of those guys on the bottom six, 
I think you can do that to get something back. Get a little bit younger. If you can do that, you got a shot. Well, thanks for the call, buddy. The problem is, and sometimes you think this isn't the case, but general managers around the league, they got eyeballs too. And Brian Dumoulin ain't Brian Dumoulin anymore. Jeff Carter, the guy that they acquired going into the playoffs, who was outstanding for the Penguins and was, I thought, their best player in that Islanders series, he ain't that guy anymore. And so general managers, they look and they say, those guys stink. Why would we give up anything of value for them unless we can get some value in return, a la a first-round pick? So if you're going to move a contract, a bad one off the books at this point, you're going to have to tie it to that first-round pick. And even then, I don't know. And even then, I don't think Ron Hextall would do it. I don't want to see them trade Jake Gensel. I don't want to see them trade Brian Rust. Their top six is solid. I don't want to see them trade Jason Zucker, who I think's had a good season. Ricard Raquel, he's up near 20 goals. Their top six is the envy of many teams around the league. So if you subtract from that to supplement your bottom six, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Wow, I just came up with that. TM. Never heard that before. You're screwing yourself from your position of strength to then bump up the bottom six. I just don't know that that's going to help you. Could you get similar production from your top six if you move Brian Russ down the lineup or Ricard Raquel down the lineup? I don't know. Those are things that I would consider. This is a team that I think is destined to make the playoffs and then get bounced in the first round. And it's not an easy task that Ron Hextall has been handed here. But it's his job to figure it out. And whenever you say, hey, we're going for it, not through your words, but through your actions, by bringing Crosby, well, you had Crosby, but by bringing Malkin and Latang back and Rust and Raquel, you owe it then, I think, to the fan base to attempt to go for it. Figure it out. And if Ron Hextall can't figure it out, then he better figure out his way to the front door. Or the back door. Side door. You could even take a ladder from the second floor. I don't care, but you'd have to find your way out. 412-928-9370 on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Up next, a big decision being made by an NFL franchise. And there's one guy who wants a say in this that I just don't think should be factored in. It's the early morning show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 93.7 fan. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet, Silverado's, Colorado's back in stock with a great selection. Stop in and online at sunchevy.com. Rainy day highs in the 60s. I'm starting to think our guy, Punxsutawney Phil, doesn't have a meteorology degree. We went there. We had a great time with the inner circle. Spent a night and then a morning in Punxsutawney. And my man said, there's my shadow. Going to be six more weeks of winter. Yesterday, 70. Today, in the 60s, 
my guy needs either his eyes checked or perhaps we need to look into that degree. Perhaps he got it from someplace without a great meteorology program. Hey, I ain't complaining. Perfect day for day drinking yesterday if I was about 11 years younger. 412-928-9370, the number on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Chicago Bears getting a new stadium or there's discussions in the works, what they're going to do. Their quarterback has weighed in, saying that he thinks the weather's tough. Justin Fields, Chicago weather difficult to adjust to. I hope the Bears get a dome. I mean, I've seen some mocks where maybe the Chicago Bears should consider a quarterback. I'm not close, and those are few and far between. I do think Justin Fields, he was dynamic this year the way that he ran the ball, the way that he got better year over year. I do think he's going to be a good player, but it's not like he's stapled to this franchise, and it's not like they couldn't move on from him in a couple of years if things don't work out. Hey, you let your opinion be heard, Justin Fields. But if I'm the Chicago Bears, if I'm the county, if I'm the decision makers, I'm not going, oh, good, Justin Fields, he says it's tough to play in the cold. Damn, we better put a dome on the stadium. Now, maybe you should have retractable roofs everywhere because when it gets too cold, you're already having attendance declines around the NFL. Maybe that's just the way all teams should be going. Buffalo, when they get their new stadium, maybe that's the direction they should go. But come on now, Justin Fields, one, you ain't going to be part of this decision-making process because you might not be there. And two, brother. It makes you look weak. It makes you look like a baby. Oh, I can't play in the cold. Put a dome on our stadium. Here's one more thing. From the New York Post. I always say take it with a grain of salt. Take everything with a grain of salt. White House says thousands of objects in the skies could be used car lot balloons, not aliens. Like those wild, wacky, inflatable tube men. Thousands of those just floating through the skies. That can't, that can't be right. There's that many wacky inflatable tube men that are used in these used car lots that wind up polluting our skies? I, I don't know. I think it's much more likely that it's aliens. They're also not going to be shooting down balloons. Well, the Chinese one. You had to do something about inflation. Great joke. But they're not shooting down these wacky inflatable tube men. Okay, that's what I had for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. If not, don't care. Pre-show next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 